0: Super stoked to have Distro Kids sponsoring the podcast and can't thank them enough for their support of this thing. This episode of the podcast is also sponsored by Produce Row Cafe in Portland, Oregon. This spot offers free live music every Thursday night throughout the summer from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. and Sunday brunch tunes from noon to 2 p.m. with DJs spinning vinyl Lots of dance parties both day and night are on the summer calendar as well, featuring events from Global Based and other promoters. They are located in inner southeast Portland, and aside from offering free music every week on their patio, they've got a killer brunch menu on Saturdays and Sundays. The migas and the breakfast sandwich are lights out, and the lunch and dinner menu doesn't slack either. Come through and check out some tunes over there at Produce Row Cafe, as well as their new summer seasonal cocktail menu. This is a great spot to grab some food and some drinks and enjoy some tunes with friends or family. Appreciate Produce Row being a supporter of the podcast and the local Portland music community. Now let's start the show
1: down at the uh,
0: slow <laughs> <laughs> the <laughs> <laughs> What is happening, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Dan Cable Presents podcast. Thank you for tuning into the program once again. If this is your first time listening, thanks for checking out the show. You can find fresh episodes coming at you every Tuesday. And if you want to help support this thing in a free way, you can do so by clicking subscribe on iTunes, clicking write a review, giving the podcast five stars if you feel like it is deserving of so. And that will help propel this thing into the tops of those iTunes charts, which will give it more visibility on the national and international levels, helping strangers find the podcast. Appreciate the folks that have already taken the time to do that. Just leave uh, a little note, maybe about the episode uh, that got you into the podcast, or uh, you can leave any sort of comments there. If you're not listening on Apple, just like, follow, subscribe. Wherever you are listening from, maybe tell a friend about the show. I've also been dropping some monthly playlists that are available on Apple and Spotify, so the links for those things are in the episode notes. I'm home from my uh, two-week tour run with High Pulp. There's just one more show up in Seattle, but a few days off in between the Portland and Seattle show, so I've been home a few days, just uh, getting acclimated back to uh, some sort of... uh, a normal sleeping schedule that's uh that is the mysteries of tours how to uh how to lock in an appropriate amount of rest each day is often uh often the hurdle making late night drives and whatnot having those 8 p.m coffees that uh, usually just uh make it so i can't sleep at all but uh you know i slipped into that life i had those 8 p.m coffees on the regular so i can do those late night drives and whatnot so uh We're settling in, we're hanging out, and uh, stoked to be home, and uh, excited to uh, jump into this episode, episode 328, Johnny Franco is uh, on this episode of the podcast, and we got really fucking stoned on this episode. Dom, Johnny's younger brother who plays bass in the band, killer musician, offered to share This joint that he was rolling before we fired up the mics, and uh, if you listen to this show regularly, you know I smoke a fair share of weed. I'm not new to this situation, but goddamn, did this joint creep up on me? There were moments in this conversation where I was just trying to keep my shit Together, it was a trip. Luckily, I was uh, I was not alone in it. Johnny was also feeling it, and luckily, we had Dom there to uh, to keep things on track. At one point, he started talking about the Eagles and trying to place Don Henley's name, and I just sat there. I didn't say anything the whole time. I was listening back to the to that part of the episode. I was like, "Yeah, it's Don Henley. Why aren't you saying anything?" Because you're just absolutely blasted trying to keep it together. But uh, this is one of those extra buttered episodes and we meandered a bit to get to the core of what we were searching for with this one but uh, I think I'm usually going into one of these chats trying to learn something and I'm not sure I knew exactly what that was prior to firing up the mics or that wicked joint but we found it and I think it was an enlightening Uh, conversation for me in the sense of gaining a better understanding of the art of busking and we eventually get deep into that during this chat and I really enjoyed hanging with these dudes and super eager to hear more of Johnny's original music um, Johnny just has this very unique perspective on the performance and the lens he has for it. And they both just seem to have so much passion for the performance. And you can hear that in, uh, in moments of this conversation. So, uh, we're going to get into that momentarily if you are local to the portland oregon area i would recommend hitting produce row on october 23rd for the next a beat happening event going on over there it is a free all ages event from 3 p.m to 6 p.m over there at produce row swing through for that Love Jones, who is a local producer in town, is the one who started a beat happening. And uh, he and Free are hosting those things over there, typically, those a beat happening events. And uh, they've also got. Uh a monthly going on every second Sunday at Produce Row. You can catch Love Jones and Fried's Hillman from noon to 2. Playing beats, most of which uh, they have produced themselves. So uh, check that out. And free music over at Produce every Sunday noon to 2 for brunch. And every Thursday night, 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. You can always catch the, uh, the Jeff Chilton trio down there every first Thursday of the month And I think that is all the things Hope everybody is staying afloat out there And we're going to get into episode 328 Johnny Franco on the podcast And uh, this episode will feature tunes off of Johnny's EP Experience Report number one This is a track from that record It's called Tell Me Something I Don't Know Let's do the damn thing
1: a mountain, looking down at a loud train, drawing lines in the ground, and I, I want to drown in a deep hole, I had enough of these people, what's the talk of the town, come on now, come on now, come on now, why can't you tell me something I don't know, Looking down at a loud train Drawing lines in the ground And I, I want to drown in a depot I had enough of these people What's the talk of the town? Come on now, come on now
0: have the opportunity to to sit down and, and chat with the both of you. I stumbled upon your band at Treefort this past year. I had no idea who Johnny Franco was. I had no idea that you were Portland-based at the time that I saw you. I just kind of stumbled into Penn Gilly's Saloon over there where you all had one of your sets at this past Treefort. And when I walked in, you were playing cucumber vodka and it was just (laughs) getting into the, to the, like the fucking, the dialogue part of the song sort of in the middle and just got to like, that was my first experience was kind of seeing this, this breakdown moment where everything like builds up into this big kind of like rock and roll moments. and. My buddy Bert and I were just sitting there watching, and I, I think both of us were just like really blown away, just because we had no idea what to expect, and uh, yeah, caught like a few more songs of the the set. But for being at Tree Fort for for those like full four days and seeing so much music, your your performance was one that that stood out to me for sure. So it was uh, it was cool to to come back here and learn that you were actually based here so I don't know too much about uh about the band Johnny I know you're you're from Brazil and that's that's about my extent of uh my knowings of Johnny Franco so it's uh I'm excited to to jump in with you guys about how all of this formed and how y'all got together playing music so maybe we can uh we can throw it all the way back to the beginning Johnny and you can uh talk to me about uh your entry point into into playing music and how you got into this this songwriting racket okay chapter 1 <laughs> <laughs> uh, so
2: for me the music was just uh, it was the family business it was what my my dad was doing not not my grand my dad was sort of the first one in the family to ever go into a musical career and so he was doing that and when i popped into the world um he was playing a lot of shows on a never-ending tour that still goes on to this day but at that moment he was really traveling all around so i was just holler uh hauled is that that's correct hauled holler hauled i don't know hauled around with uh, yeah. with mom Okay. Uh, to to the shows and and uh just I, that's all i wanted to do you know so when i was when i could speak and uh, christmas came along my first uh, gift i ever wanted was a microphone yeah and uh, and uh, yeah and then after that I just just kept 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 doing always i was always writing plays and and, and then, then, then I was an actor, child actor for the longest time until I wasn't a child anymore. Then I was just a, <laughs> just an actor.
0: So you were, you were just like always around this sort of business. Like this was your yeah. world. This is what you knew. It didn't seem like that's right. crazy to, uh, to well, even like pursue art. Like it was just the, a natural part of your world.
2: That's right. That's right. I mean, it was a. Uh, it was like I said, it was the family business. It was like what, it was what what I saw my dad leaving house to do, you know, to, to to go to work, and so I wanted to do that too. And then, then at one point, as everybody, I didn't want to do, didn't want to have nothing to do with with, with my dad, and wanted to play soccer and and do this and do that. But eventually. Uh, It all came came back. I remember when I when I quit school, uh, university, college in the second year, and I came home and told my dad that I was quitting college to to pursue music, and and he was like, it was some sort of like relief for him. It was weird. It was like (laughs) the complete opposite response that you normally get. That's so funny. I always say that would be like, if I had chosen to go into like law. Study law. I would come home and say, "Dad, I'm I'm going to study law." He would probably sit me down and go, "Like,
0: so we, have <laughs> we have to talk. We have that's to talk. have That's amazing. A yeah. That's that's so great. um Was your dad also like always fronting a musical project?
2: Yeah, yeah, he was. He he's a big. He's a, that. We could go on a conversation about my my father for forever. Me and Dom because he's he's got like this 60 60 year old career through decades of music and entertainment. He's the real professional entertainer. I mean, he did uh you know, uh had his hosted shows on television and actor and singer and songwriter, later comedian, just an all-around entertainer. It's so all he did. So yeah, he was always the the front guy.
0: Do you feel like that's what kind of made you want to fit into that same role? Like is that where you always feel more most comfortable when you're fronting something?
2: I think it's just that that uh it it was always how it was done. Like I I didn't we didn't really go to any shows to see shows, live music except for his shows. You know, we wouldn't listen to music except for the new thing he had just put out or radio or radio music, you know? And so like, it was just, uh, it was just what I, what I knew. I think if he was, um, yeah, if he was maybe a different, uh, part of the stage, I could be more into that, but yeah, that's, that's, but, but you know what, like this whole thing with the professional entertainer with myself, with just with the the personality that now, I uh, that I present myself with now, you know, uh, it's also con- con- construction, you know, and and I think Portland did a lot to me about that. In Portland, uh, built me like that. Like um, I really just wanted to, just wanted uh just to play rock and roll music when I was in Brazil. I didn't want, really want to do anything else, and then here being here and out on the street corner doing it and hustling uh sort of brought out the the professional entertainer in me
0: <laughs> yeah is is busking something that happened where you grew up in brazil like in the major cities do, pe- yeah, it do happens, people yeah. do that yeah, 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 yeah. type of thing it does i'm yeah, yeah. completely unfamiliar i've never been so like
2: it happens uh, it happens a a a whole lot all around and there's a lot of live music there and also they have in in our city now in sao paulo they have it's been like uh, some years now that they've been shutting down the main the main like broadway of the of the city just for just for people to walk through it's like like one of these fairs that you have here in the summer but every weekend and and it's filled with street performances and and uh, other uh, cultural richness of the of the area is great it's full of it but to me it was only uh, a reality when i when i moved out here
0: and uh as far as like the music that you were listening to while you were growing up like aside from your dad's music it seems like that was obviously like heavily present like, were you listening to a lot of stuff that was coming from the States or was it mostly rooted like in, in Brazilian music? What was the situation
2: there? So, uh, I, when I when I turned 15, I was given this box by an uncle. Uh, not an uncle, he was not a real uncle, but it doesn't matter. He gave me this box uh, <laughs> for lot 15 years. To- unreal <laughs> in Brazil. <laughs> Not the first yeah, one. It's at true, home yeah, it's true, yeah. There's a bunch of <laughs> uncles that aren't uncles. Love it, and love it. He he brought this uh box for my birthday and it was filled with uh collections of CDs of rock and roll history. And I was always crazy about Elvis and
0: I'm properly buttered.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's a very good way to describe it. it, (laughs) Very good way to say it. Very gentle.
2: So he gave me that that box with the with the music on it, and fell in love with all the rock and roll classics, and uh, and just yeah, just wanted that was all I all I wanted to do, and already knew some some English because of the will of my mother to. Get me out of Brazil as soon as she could, you know, so since kids we were always learning English, you know, yeah so when I heard those rock and roll and fell in love, I already knew the English a little bit enough to sing it, you know, and it was all I wanted to do, and I don't even remember what we were talking about, I think I'm buttered as well
0: <laughs> <laughs> no you 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 took it in the in the right direction, I was just kind of asking you like what your exposure was to to music, I guess that you were listening to, so so you don't like. So that kind of like blew your mind uh, at yeah, fifteen. That's right. Then that's right. I, like, I only like,
2: listened to the radio my whole life, and then I turned fifteen, got this box, yeah. with like Queen and Led Zeppelin and the classic rock, dead rock, and stuff. it
0: changed your life.
2: And I loved it, and 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 then and then I finally got to the Beatles, and when I got to the Beatles, uh, I've I've been on that kick forever. And uh, for but for a moment, I really I, I read John Lennon's biography. I read Paul McCartney's biography. I would listen to every single record. I was I I that dove in like crazy and just wanted to wanted to be them.
0: Yeah. And uh, what was your uh, experience like with playing instruments at even at that point? Like, were you playing a lot of guitar before that moment of uh, getting this box?
2: Yeah. I could. I, I I was already trying to play guitar, but I would. But the box was great because it was all guitar music (laughs) these songs are all guitar songs. yeah (laughs) perfect to play in the guitar
3: yeah and by this time too it was uh, i was practically doing the same thing yeah dom dom was alive at this time and but i
2: was seven
3: and he was 15 or whatever and we were basically doing the same thing uh Uh,
2: yeah we were partners from the yeah we
3: never we never really did professionally not even close to it
2: no it so, would be so. actually legal because you were seven
3: <laughs> well you were also 15 so i guess we could it
2: would be double illegal illegality yeah. yeah.
0: but um um what what is your uh just sorry to interrupt but like what is your relation to one another
3: well like, it starts it starts from johnny gets macaroni i gets macaroni uh johnny gets uh Orange juice. I'll get the orange
0: juice. But like, are you are you family? Oh yes, oh, we're yeah. brothers. brothers. Oh brothers. Oh, oh I thought okay. you. I thought I, you were asking I, like. I, yeah.
3: <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, I thought you were asking like, how do we get
0: along? No, no. I I just didn't. I didn't even know that you. We're brothers. That you we're, were brothers. We're
2: like fucking puppies. Uh, like yeah, two very friendly brothers.
0: Okay. That's
3: why. That's why I said everything that he said practically the same to me. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but um,
0: and what's the age the age gap between the two eight, of you? Eight years. Eight years. Yeah. All right, cool. Hell yeah. Um, but, but you just like mirrored and mimicked like whatever,
3: yeah. It, when like, I was a little kid, like I that, that's 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 all I was thinking of. I yeah, would, you know, learn how to play the guitar too. And I'm gonna, you know, so do when all you... that stuff. And then the same thing happened. Elvis fucking blew my head because I loved Bon Jovi and like ACDC. That was the type of stuff that I would hear when I was a kid.
0: So when he learned about them, all this music, yeah, you I did a, too. Hey, exactly. So you got
3: it, you got it real, young Those same CDs, there, there was the Elvis one, yeah, there, the compilation. Uh, that that was that, that was the one that blew my head. And it was the same thing. Just started to listen to the Beatles a lot. We started falling in together.
0: Yeah, and you you saw him writing songs of his own. Yeah, then
2: I started
3: writing songs. Well, my I own.
0: just stepped on Dan's foot. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs>
2: <laughs> was it buttery
3: Was <laughs> well, <a> <laughs>
1: it was rubbery
3: a rubbery then has a rubbery buttery buttery rubbery
0: so were you Dom were you I don't know from an early age did you always want to add ideas to what Johnny was working on musically like did you also pick up an instrument from a pretty young age because of that
3: yeah I did but it was it was more to match his ability to, to play the guitar but then once I did I also wanted to match not only his but also my father you know just the fact that he would uh, perform all these shows and I'd be like well I want to be able to rap my songs but I didn't want to have nothing to do with Johnny's songs you know because he had nothing to do with my dad's songs and so it goes you know like everyone is doing their own thing. I might as well be doing
0: mine too. That's that's amazing. It's cool that you were inspired in that way. Like the, like each of you, like very much like obviously appreciated this thing and like saw it as a, a way of life or a way to like express yourself, but not wanting to do it the exact same way or like at least wanting to do it uh, individually in some way. Yeah. There's, there's some
3: uh, like lovable jealously, jealousy in the middle you know like, <laughs> it's like th- just wanting to match that feeling you know less about like oh i want to follow and i feel this like this inspires me a lot like, of course there is some uh inspiration on it f- coming from my father or johnny yeah. but it's more like i want to match that you know for sure it's kind of of
0: the feeling johnny talk to me about this um Talk to me about this moment where you realize you want to fucking like quit school and you're just going to go after pursuing oh. music and kind of like, what did that, I what started, did that kind of look like for you? I yeah. painted
2: that prettier than, it, than what it was, man. I just got a job offer <laughs> as an actor. Okay. Uh, and so then I was like, okay, they're going to pay me to be an actor monthly on the show i was 19 years old could quit school was just
0: yeah and this gig was like in brazil
2: yeah in sao paulo
0: okay for
2: a uh, show a show in disney channel latin america so i did that for a couple of years
0: and so that's why
2: i was like okay i gotta quit school but hey i got a job
0: yeah and uh you're like, during that time, you're always still playing some music? Yeah, I was like always... like, maintaining trying, your songwriting and playing gigs out and stuff, even while you're doing the acting gig?
2: Yeah. Yeah, I was always doing, always playing the show, playing shows, and, and yeah, I was going for it.
0: And, like, were, were you doing, like, a lot of the, you weren't doing any of the busking on the on the street?
2: No i wasn't doing any of that because also because i was employed i was making money i yeah. was i was just playing playing shows really for for the sake of uh putting out there i mean trying to trying to do my uh, work that was mine put out work out on art really on what i was doing yeah but uh i'm also very glad it's it didn't go anywhere because it sounded terrible too. <laughs>
0: And like what was like the moment then you go like more all in on music and like what brings you to the states? How do you end up in Portland, Oregon? Chapter, Chapter two <laughs> Doms Dom narrating this episode is so sick. It's so good.
2: <laughs> so I I finished the job at the the thing, the Disney Channel. Then did the the music for real in Brazil try to and then uh it ended up bringing me to the states for a music festival in the states called Music Fest in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania.
0: Okay. And That's where the license plate on the van's from.
2: That's right. This
0: and explains <laughs> the license plate on the van part. All right, cool.
2: Yeah. And so this was 2016 and I had just came back from uh, I had just come back from a tour with my band then around uh, United States and London. Basically, there was this guy that wanted to go out trying to perform for um, foreign labels because we sang in English already in São Paulo. So he like uh, sort of brought us to the states and to England to show up play these shows, right, on sort of a showcase tour. Okay. And uh, for some reason, we got an email from this uh, music fest in Pennsylvania to play a show at this music festival the next summer. And we were, like, so happy, you know. And I looked it up, and it was the third something biggest free festival in, in the United States, something like that. So Aretha Franklin was playing. Yeah, and uh, the, the um, Eagles guy, Dan, uh, Dan, Dan, is his name Dan, I forgot his name now. I don't know his name. With a D. Oh, man, singer. Dom. <laughs> Don, Don. His name's Don.
3: Don. <laughs> Don.
2: Don. Oh, I can't remember now. But, and Don Haley? Don Haley. Dan Haley. Dan Haley. I have no idea. Oh, man. Dean. Okay. Go well, on. anyway. So then we got very excited. And then we said, okay, uh, well, we won't be in the States that day um how what you know can you guys uh (laughs) what's your budget you know like and they said oh our budget is 500 dollars." so then i was like oh okay all right so we basically uh, invested all the money that we had gathered playing the shows in in brazil after we came back from the crazy tour and uh bought tickets to go play this show in in Pennsylvania in a festival there and we got some other shows lined up in New York City because we had made some friends when we were there too and uh, went and played this show there and <laughs> when we get there, the band name of the band is The Moondogs at this point and I'm pretty sure that this is what happened is there's so many bands called The Moondogs that this band, this uh, person in, that was booking the show just went for the name like oh the moon dogs here you go they look like these guys and yeah these are the guys and so once they found out we were from Brazil but we were actually coming I think they freaked out for a little bit
0: <laughs> and
2: but I didn't realize I was just excited so when we showed up they had us playing at the uh world stage at the at the world music world music yeah world music stage in the in the festival, which was very interesting, it, 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 not interesting, in, in funny, engraçado. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I'm <laughs> buttered. Uh, the...
0: We're all we're all buttered, Johnny.
2: <laughs> um, Don't
0: you worry. <laughs> it's
2: very funny because the act before us is playing a sitar, and there's about uh, twelve to fifteen people sit set on this big auditorium that's supposed to be have two hundred people and watching this guy play the sitar and we're like are you sure this is our stage like, yeah this is our stage and we come in next and we like we're all dressed up with like cute clothes and we're playing rock and roll songs you know and chuck berry and and Beatles and our my own songs and um but anyway it was great turned out to be great turned out to be my life in that moment because uh Uh, my wife's father turns out is a big rocker and loved that we were playing rock in the world music stage and sort of made him watch me perform there and (laughs) later on when she was looking for pot she (laughs) she recognized me down to another part of the festival and lo and behold fell in love with Elizabeth and moved out here so that's how I got here it was a uh, fell in love with Elizabeth at this music festival and kicked everything out of uh, left the band left everything to go out and and try to be with her here and portland was the, the cheapest of the cities that we could afford and not too cold yeah and uh, not too uh conservative and Dom, were you, you were playing
3: music this whole time, like... I was living in a different city in Brazil, but this time, um, may and I, have I was... Some, I'm sorry, may
0: I have some water? Water, yeah, yeah. Thank I, you.
3: I, <laughs> Could you please, Appreciate my, you. Magic word. Um, yeah, where in Brazil were you, uh... I was in Ribeirão Preto. Salve, salve. yeah. By that time, I was, I was enjoying the type of music. My friends, I didn't have a lot of friends that enjoyed. Also, the city is more like into uh, new electronic stuff or uh, funk music, which is not the funk. It's kind of more like reggaeton from Brazil, and or country, and I wasn't really into that stuff. Although, like I, I would enjoy it, but uh, anyway, I just had a little a spot in my house with i was lucky to have a couple of instruments and amp and uh, record some stuff so i spend most of the time learning how to do that stuff by myself and whenever johnny moved out here he was here for probably like two years 2018 2019 and i was like well what the hell i gotta move out here too because he's got a house we can probably fit me there on a the couch or something, you know, it's a nice opportunity. So I did. And we started playing together out of the blue.
2: You lived in the couch. For lived in the couch a for, for a year. <laughs> and just like I planned.
0: <laughs> that was it. So did you always uh, like the engineering side as much as playing or writing? Or did you kind of just yeah, like do it was... out of necessity so that you could like record what you were Making or did you enjoy recording make, other people's stuff? I could make stuff? my own
3: band, you know. Yeah, I never found any. I had my friends that would play shows, and I, I, they were great. They, they loved a similar type of music than me, so we could share the same uh, things sometimes. But I still wanted, you know, my band, and I could record myself my stuff until I get good. That was what I thought, you know. If I just do this all the time until I get good one day I don't need a band because I never really had like one real band and I kind of felt I was getting good at it but uh, I don't know I just left it Johnny gave me this opportunity to come to here so I just did and we we have been recording some stuff in the house because that's you know just just to just to record stuff it's not really official or anything. We usually take our stuff to studio so we don't do much recording here. We we've done in the first house that we lived here, but we haven't done much since. But yeah, that's basically
0: how it got me here too from my city, Rizzle. And what's the like creative dynamics between the two of you, aside from like playing together live? I'm
2: pretty individual at first. Intuitive. And yeah, it completely intuitive. It's mo it's just Yeah, it's
3: just intuitive.
2: There's no There's <laughs> no other choice. There's no talking. Uh
0: No, intuitive is not the word, is it?
2: no, it's uh it's mind mind conversations.
0: Is it always a situation where like you will Guessing. bring you Marcus. will bring uh like the bones of a song to Dom? Like kind of like a I don't know. Somewhat of a thought out idea, and then you'll have him add things, or is it often that you all are like actually no, like jamming on no, something? Because like he the writes, beginning?
3: It. He, he, most of the stuff we perform, all the stuff we perform yeah. is either covers or is Johnny's songs. Yeah, with uh,
2: no, but it's about the performance, is exactly. What we do. Like, exactly. Uh, you know, the one, one thing oh, is yeah, the, so sure. like that's the like bones. The song, you know? We try, we treat the, my songs as we as any other uh person's song is, you know, like look at the song, okay, let's perform it and then we play it and we'll play it until it sounds good um yeah and a lot of guessing and dom usually dom's so fucking good have you seen him play
0: oh yeah oh, so yeah.
2: then i'm gonna blush both. no but it's it's You're like this. Kill, like killer he plays with, he plays with anybody it sounds great already it sounds like there is an arrangement you know that's the trick but it's because yeah. of dom and i well, just try to play it play it play it nice so that Sounds good.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think, like, the the performance was just, like, very captivating because it, it feels like you guys really go all in. Like, you're really, perf- like, in the performance. Like, it didn't right. seem like you were leaving anything to be, like, wondered about as far as, like, whether you believed in this music or not or like we're immersed in the uh the playing of it for sure
2: did you happen to see us play outside later in the street
0: i did you know like i thought that that was also something that was like a big takeaway from the experience because i just thought it was so fucking cool that that was a part of what you did while you were there like in We played played for seven hours
3: that day. You played for
0: seven hours? Yeah. I saw you when
3: you... even before the show, too.
0: I Mm -hmm. saw you for, like... I saw your set at that Pengilly's, And then, yeah, a few hours later, like, late in the night, probably, like, 11 p.m. or something, I felt like you were setting up at the venue. In front of the venue, I was going to see something else. Yeah. So it was, like, several hours later, and you're just setting up, and you probably just, like, played all night yeah like until people no, but weren't we, we on the played, streets anymore we
2: played yeah. earlier we played so we started playing at about we played for 2 hours and a half before the show and then we went and played the show which was like a 45 minute set then after an hour we came over and did another uh 3 hours set at, on the street there yeah. from With two different spots three two different spots three different spots yeah, yeah
0: talk to me about like the importance of that to to do that set to do that busking set on the corner like why
2: well it uh it's
3: also the most fun of all of them a lot of a lot of times that's it yeah a lot to do with it too like we it's a it's different to be to be doing in the street it's completely cool. different
2: I mean, I mean, it's, I got, I got, uh, to be honest now, but it's, I, I got like a, addicted to it. Like yeah. I can't go and see a crowd and not think, yeah, oh my yeah, God. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> we could be right there in that corner <laughs> with the case open. Yeah. Oh, it would work so good, you know. It's for the, it's just, it's a good, it's a good business <laughs> that, that place, you know, you go there and it's nice, it's a good and, and, uh, it's worth it. It's a good time. Weather's great. It was felt like a carnival. You know, it's like I said. I can't. I can't anywhere. that's a bunch of people together walking around. I want to be in the corner playing. You know, I think it's a, it's a good way of. It's my work. I don't. Know, it's it's what yeah. I want to do. So I yeah. want to yeah. play in the corner.
0: What do you love about like that environment though, versus playing at a venue to a crowd of people?
2: Um. I mean, I like I like both. And no, I, I don't i don't i don't put one uh, on top of the other you know it always depends it could yeah. rain anytime
0: but do you feel like it's mm. i guess like what's different about that energy of like the people oh
2: totally different on
3: the in the they're naked in the street <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah no i think the thing with the street is that the street there's no bad crowd in the street there's no bad crowd. The only crowd there is, is the one that stopped. And if they stopped, it's because they like you already. So there's there's no bad crowd. If some people are watching you, they're really digging you. There's no... And the venue is different. Uh, you got to yeah. go there and you got to... Convince. You got to convince, yeah.
0: Yeah, these people on the street are like very like yes or no people. They're going somewhere, right? man. You're on their yeah. way.
2: If, if they stopped whatever they're doing, it's because they like you. Yeah. So then you it's sold already you it's easier to, in that sense and in the venue different different thing got to convince them that that this is a this is a time good worth. entertainment a good time this is a good time and so but like i said i i i love both i i think both are both are awesome the street just feels more feels more natural feels like yeah is like, no, where where we belong yeah. though whenever whenever we're on we, and we do it all the time yeah. and we still do it yeah. all the time we have the business the curbside serenade
0: yeah we still we just, play the serenade
2: we play it on the street corner
0: well you got, regularly. The, you got this this free park show which is more or less busking yeah. in some ways like it's it's obviously like built it has show. become
3: something different because it was yeah. busking originally but, but it's
0: still like in a public space you know yeah it's not like it's closed off to the public so you're still like yeah. You know, you're out there in front of, like, a lot of people that are just unintentionally walking into this thing as well. But yeah. Yeah. do you feel like there's also, like, a different uh, a different energy in kind of just, like, a crowd building in front of you that way, too, while you're busking instead of just, like, walking into a crowd of people? Like, is it just, like, so exciting when that crowd around you maybe gets... To its peak, maybe for that day, while you're busking, just because there is no like people weren't planning to see your band that day, most likely while they were walking down the street.
2: I mean, it's it, it's exciting if you're doing a good job. Yeah. So it's more responsibilities, I think. That's what that's how I feel. The more people arrive, the more I'm like, oh my god, no, we gotta. We gotta do what we're gonna do. What we're gonna do? We gotta gotta pull out something, you know. Really yeah. gotta do something. Oh my God! There's more people, more talking. We gotta. Oh, gotta be louder. Gotta be, you know. It's it's more nerve wracking, but but it's uh, it always unfolds and brings out something out of me that is
0: fire. Yeah, is it always uh, easy for you to tap into the the performance side, even if you're like? Maybe having a shitty day before the set, or it's you know, hard. like
2: sometimes it's hard, sometimes it's not. I it's not hard. It's, it's 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 just when I'm being selfish, it's hard. But I'm most I I I tried very hard not to be. So I feel like I do a good job most of the time, you know. Because mainly the thing that's that's what it is. When we go, we when we perform, we're gonna go give something to to the to the crowd, and I want to give them something that surprises them, right? So then, when I'm being selfish and thinking of what I want to do, then it, uh, it's usually shit show. But I uh, I've watched videos the other day of uh, one night that I thought was a shit show, and we sounded very good.
0: Uh, that one <laughs> yeah <laughs> and so yeah it's hard to know sometimes it seems like you know
2: yeah we, we it's, also, all, it's all very very intimate yeah, it's hard. feelings that rule everything in the end yeah, yeah we, al-
3: we also try, try to uh, help each other with that but there are times yeah. that we can't there are times, there are times that, that we just like cloud, we're yeah. so much in, in uh, ourselves that we can't really communicate and we feel it like right away and it takes something. Yeah. It takes a song maybe that is gonna turn it uh to a different uh mood or it takes a, a break or it takes a joint or it takes a drink or it takes something. It takes someone, it takes an action, you know, it takes so, it takes an, an action, action, yeah. You know to 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 twist reverse it. Reverse it. And we do and we always it. do. In the end. We always do. Yeah, we always finish we we make that's it. True. We only finish the show when we when we got there. Yes, true.
2: Mission accomplished.
3: We'll do one more song because we gotta reach that. (laughs) That is true. And the last song is gonna be the one that we can really do and we know we can do it. That one is because that one 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 one. we can never fail. That one's gonna
2: not gonna fail and then we just we it's
3: it. but it's like that uh it's kind of promise we're promising you yeah yeah
2: exactly <laughs> I promise we're yeah, gonna make it entertainment Hold oh, yeah. it and no one knows about it you know yeah, yeah. no one's thinking that way at all it's all a big <laughs> fucking trip it, yeah uh, but it's the yeah. trip we're in
0: it's uh you know you're, it's it's always hard to be objective about your own performance sometimes you know about like what it actually sounded like yeah. to like what did it even sound like out there? Because it probably sounded like dynamically. Oh yeah, much yeah. different very than different. than you heard it. But yeah, it's. Uh, I don't know. I appreciate that. That's like the spirit behind it because yeah, like I said, it was just a very yeah impactful the the first time I saw it. You know, Great. it made it made me remember your band. You know, I was like, oh, I gotta check out Johnny Franco when I. When i get home and then you know? i was here and then you were here
2: <laughs> i was everywhere
0: the both of you knocking the door the we're, both here. we're here entertainment yeah dom you feel like very similar to like johnny as far as the performance do you enjoy the performance side of things as much as like actually creating music whether it be your own or playing with johnny
3: yes but i feel like whenever i'm i'm playing and i'm not singing with him that only comes out on the plane and if my body starts shaking cuz i'm playing hard and then my body starts shaking but it's different because when that happens with Johnny the fire within him is singing and he's spitting it all out through the mouth and through the guitar you know and for me it's kind of like kind of Going down on my feet. I can't. I'm not screaming. I'm not like. Yeah. You know, um, so I, I'm, I feel, I feel like I'm usually. I always chose to stay uh, neutral until it bursts. You know, and when it bursts, it bursts, and whatever that is 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 what it is. But I tend to be neutral. I tend not to laugh because. I either laugh all the time or I, or I don't, and it's way easier. It's way easier to fake not to laugh than fake a laugh, because there's a lot. You know, it was, it, you, I, I'm with this guy for a long time every day. Yeah, we've been doing this for so long. You know, so in the end, I tend to have a neutral position until I burst, and I, uh, I'm, I, I try to at least we try our best that. For that to happen, uh, for that to happen at least once,
0: every show. Yeah. And is that like I would imagine the busking is also just a a great way to to practice as well. Like you're getting a rehearsal in in yeah. the live setting in some way.
2: Well, every single times like that. Right? Every because we also don't practice unless it's a new song we have to learn. Because also we, honor, we wanna we want to honor the 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 people that are there, right? and not just like trying to, but um yeah busking is a good way to we sometimes go busking to explore new territories mm. you know yeah. to try to bring songs to a different place change yeah, keys yeah, yeah. change rhythms yeah change no we speed. practice a lot while busking yeah that, that's
3: we repeat, that we but that's because we don't work as buskers profession i mean that's what we do with the serenade yeah
2: well, well because we but, haven't been doing it exactly. as much. so uh, before when we were busking it's because i i take it personally because i when i was busking every day it's like it's not practice like it's fucking. no that's what i'm saying you know, that's but what now I'm saying. that we're not hustling we, for there example, every night we would never repeat a song yeah busking. We busking. when we were busking we never we never repeat, never repeat yeah. a
3: song but now that we don't do that we go busk. we practice we might repeat a song once yeah, or twice exactly. we're trying to do different things with it you know that's just where i was trying to yeah. get but,
2: um, Dom's just being very truthful tonight.
0: <laughs> so Thank you. Dom's holding this conversation together. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know, man. It's just, he's, I, he's I took this hat off of the butter,
3: yeah. You know? And normally, you know, my head when it gets <laughs> compressed, everything gets here, and when I take the hat off, it spreads. Things get wild when you take yeah. the hat off, it's kind of tricky. <laughs> I
1: wouldn't wait. I wouldn't Search for gold, I wouldn't sound so bold. If only I knew you would watch my way, I rearrange the play If only I knew you would keep me blind, I wouldn't walk the line Treated like grand. by the man, although I'm speeding up on every bend, I just can't Like
0: grass. Like grass. Like grass. Hey, everybody. I just wanted to take a minute to let you know that this episode of the podcast is sponsored by North 45 Pub, located in the Alphabet District of Northwest Portland. They've got a killer selection of Belgian beers and an extensive liquor wall of over 200 bottles. It's summertime, and they've got their 45th Parloma on the menu, their play on the Paloma, as well as their staple food item, the rosemary garlic fries, which are easily my favorite thing on the starter's menu. That fry sauce, I don't know what it is, but it's banging. And in addition to the cocktails and the food, they've got one of the best patios in the city, tons of big screens outside to enjoy the sun and all your favorite sports, And the best part is they've also got free live music. You can catch DJs there every Tuesday night from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Residencies from local artists including Spinach, Vanport, Sicko Side, and WWJP, as well as DJs and beatmakers every Sunday from 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. Don't miss local beat makers Love Jones and Free Tillman every second Sunday, and DJ Slim Gweeney every fourth Sunday at North Forty Five Pub. Now let's get back to the episode. You spoke earlier about how uh, it's like the Portland experience changed your kind of like ideas, or like had this big impact on uh, your ideas about busking. Like what? What about coming here? What about the busking that you saw here kind of like put things in a different perspective for you or like changed your mindset to where you uh, just wanted to be doing more of that?
2: Everything. Uh, uh, changed, Portland changed my changed my life big time and my ideas about everything and about myself and about the world. And uh, I could, man, I could... I could go on and on about the, the the busking in the streets here 'cause constantly inspired and constantly um surprised and by the by the people and the relations relations that I was seeing in the in the city. The thing was that coming back every day to that same spot in the city in the corner when you go to the corner one day and you stand there all day you see all these faces and you observe all these relations and these uh, and these moments of the day and and then if you don't come back that's just you don't that's it Right, it's just, you saw that but when you come back every day and you're there every day and you see the same fa- faces and you see the same crowd and you see the relations evolving and happening over and over again you, uh, it's a big stage that place the Pioneer Square it's a big stage where a bunch of Portland's uh, stories are happening and
3: it's also downtown which downtown is a very, uh, uh, it it's, takes, it's part of it
2: yeah yeah, and man, it just fe- felt good to, you know, it, I, I'm, in, I'm fulfilling my dream, you know, so that, that changed everything to me because, you know, I wanted to go out somewhere to where I could be with uh, the one I love and live with her. And in Portland, I, I managed to find a way of doing it and paying it for it every dollar through my work. Through my voice and music, you know, and that I just got hooked on that, on that feeling of bringing home the the work day and and trying to get more, get better and better and better to achieve better things and the, and then just the experience because I was living in Hillsboro when I moved out to Portland, so just the experience of the uh, one an hour and something ride right into the city and then do the busking there for six hours then ride back home the that whole every day work day with the with the traveling on the train here it was uh, very inspiring and 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 i i miss it i miss i miss being inspired like that being And very good for my for my performance it 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 shaped me as a performer yeah builds a lot yeah Yeah, david pollock who is our our mutual friend he always says that the streets uh street performance busking is the musician's gym and i think it's a good definition i'm with him there it's it's you go out there and and all of a sudden you're singing you're not i i I stopped using the mic and start singing you know, and just letting the mic do what the mic does, you know, mic captures, I sing, you know, and so, right, you know what I'm saying, like singing out to the street, oh, trying to get out there, and then, then, you know, and then seeing the person going by with the kid, and, and seeing, uh, bringing down the volume, right, because you don't want to scare the kid, or the lady going like this with the ear, because she's sensible hearing, and it bring down the volume and then suddenly like there's this, you know, there, there,
1: it, it's just, it
2: shaped my, my, uh, my,
0: my act. But you're, and you're always kind of like reading the room, even though you're on this street corner. Oh yeah. At. I
2: feel like I am the DJ and I,
0: you're you're not just trying to like impose what you were like your art. No,
2: no, necessarily. No, no, no. no, no. It's not. It's not. It's not promotion. Uh, Again. Yeah. It's 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 going out there and giving you guys this play a score. You go out there and you come back, and if you sit in the corner, you're gonna see the stuff happening every day. And you go, we go there and we give it a score, you know. Yeah, you're- give it a, a music score to it. So and
3: I feel like you kind of pull it uh, to all these different directions, and I'm, and I, in my part, I just try to make sure that it feels like we're going straight. You know. Yeah, you're raining like, it in, what, in some yeah. way. Yeah, yeah. don't so, Dump,
2: the Dom's plays a a great part in that. Cause I, I yeah, I can I can't keep, just I, like in this conversation. Yeah. I can get wild and go <laughs> oh, fucking I love it. And this is <laughs>
0: This is what it, it should have been, you know? Yeah. I I appreciate that. Like I
2: I'm glad I we started talking about the what's important, you know, that the whole thing with talking about when, um family and mom and dad and was no
0: good. Yeah. I I mean, I don't think it was no good. I was just, I just think, uh, it's nice to sometimes have a foundation for like where things began or yeah. like, I don't know. I just want to like, I, I like your music a lot. So it's like, it's nice to get to know somebody once you, uh, have gotten no, I acquainted with that. their music. I so like, I, I don't think, uh, none of that was, uh, like interesting or enjoyable, but like yeah this is like what i think is is very cool because i i think i didn't i didn't ever think about busking in that way of like you are creating a soundtrack for like people's day out there in that sense when you when you kind of set up like that and and you're not uh I mean, you're imposing something on them. You're imposing some music on them, but like, I appreciate that you are like your idea behind it. And I don't know that everybody treats it the same. I'm sure different people that do that have different uh, ideas on how to do it. But I appreciate that your mentality is to like put the show on and like read the environment around you and who's coming through and whatnot. And
2: well, it's because, at the end of the day, we're trying to fill the the bucket, we're trying to fill the hat, and uh, the only reason people are giving you money is because it's, it's is if you're performing a service that. They look at it and they go like, "Oh, this should be being paid up for." It's like the guy, a guy, someone who comes in and and, and what is it? Shine your shoes yeah. Yeah. while you're it's like waiting, waiting for that the crosswalk sign, a... you know? Yeah, it's like well, yeah. you're like you're gonna give this guy a change. <laughs> it's like, but if he comes and screws your your shoes up, mess yeah. it all yeah. up, you're gonna. It's not. It's something like that. Like I think that's the nature of the thing is to, is to like, you know, you're um, doing something in the streets that should be nice and and people are going to be like this is great you know this should be this this has value you know yeah and they and that's how they they give you money
0: and do you, do you think that also helps you see the the value in it regularly too that there is that return
2: yeah yeah i mean yeah yeah it feels good because Uh, it's, um, sometimes it's a lot, it's, it's hard to, if, to believe that, that we are getting away with this, you know, that we're making money off of, off of this. (laughs) So that's what, so, so yeah, so it's good because, you know, I see people working out all day when I'm walking around and I see work, real workers out there working and, and, and doing stuff and with their hands and building shit and, and and providing excellent service and cooking and and cleaning and whatever and um you know uh i i i i tend to think like what 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 am i doing like i'm doing doing nothing like um where where is everything i did i did nothing you know throughout this year here in portland nothing i did like uh like six minutes if you're if you're trying to like find evidences of my work (laughs) you know (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so then, yeah, the the fact that people uh physically give you something afterwards, I think it it helps to like, con- uh, believe that it's uh, that you know it's a work. It's people people like it, and, it's, and it's, it's 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 I'm doing a work.
0: Yeah. Something. Well, so, I I don't know. I'm not, it's just like any other business. At the end of the day, of just like oh, these were my my daily sales. Of like this is the money I collected doing the thing. Yeah. You know. So when you have a good day, that's got to, like, show you that you're doing good work, like you're saying. You yeah,
2: know? I think so. I th- At least makes you wonder, what is it that I did that just the uh, uh, the the ability and the idea of the retrospect there?
0: Yeah. Dom, how do you feel like you, uh, you know, speaking to what was touched on? previously just about you kind of keeping things straight and keeping it moving forward. Like, how do you feel like you, you do that? How do you insert yourself in a way that keeps things moving forward and just, uh, yeah.
3: Um, I think it must have to do with, uh, when I was talking about being neutral, About it, but neutral might be not the word because that means that I'm possibly not getting excited about it. But that's not true. It's more of a way to again makes it makes sense to convince them, and with more a way to convince them that that's what we're doing. This is our this is the thing. We go there and then we go here and we come back, and now we're going there. It's like to make like there's a script, like there is a in some way they're convinced that they came to see this show that that's what right, the so it show looks is like a, it looks like, like a, a show, show. yeah it, it, this is what we do you know we're yeah, right. we it's a show you know yeah. it's like you're paying like if you're going to a circus you know if it, it, yeah there's the
2: to honor to honor honor yeah the 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 the, the people that are seeing it as like like right it's like this
3: is like and I I see and I see Johnny I would watch him busk sometimes uh, alone on whenever he had uh, shows that was him alone uh, I could I could see how he would control himself when it was just him in some ways you know he would like try to make sure that he's doing the song and the song sounds properly like a song and I can see today how suddenly Johnny has this like always like in the middle of it changing this is not good let's go there let's go there and he's kind of like more free and um i feel like i'm just trying to balance that not that i go against him and I never yeah. go against him that's the that's the thing yeah. you know it's just not trying to n- go against him but trying to make what he is trying to do
2: translate my insanity yeah. ways <laughs> my, my maze my maze <laughs> performance in into something that's
0: uh, enjoyable so do you feel like you are mostly paying attention to what johnny's doing or are you simultaneously and also paying attention to the environment around the both of you as well good mm, question i i i would i
3: think that I, I i pay attention to johnny a lot more than the, uh, the environment uh most of the times
2: also, cause every time is fucking different too. We, yeah, it, we, is, we it is.
3: It is. It uh, is. It's not like Johnny is the same too. Yeah. Because it, it, that is the big thing. Johnny well, is the living, the human living thing in the middle that is bumping. And then if he's like in a not a good day. Yeah, yeah. Then it's not like I can do anything about it. He's gotta do something about it, you know. But I'm gonna try to make what is a not a good day sound like a good yeah. day, you know but there are some times too that I'm not in a good day and that's different because Johnny has, he can't change me, you know, he can't like, whatever, like start a stupid song <laughs> and then suddenly I start laughing of how ridiculous. You it. all lift each other up, up when you doing.
0: need to. Yes.
3: Yeah. I mean, try to. I, but my point is that I can't really do that to him while we're playing. Although gotcha. I sometimes there are some other things, actions outside of our plane that I can do probably to make him uh, f- flip from this bad mood. But usually there's nothing I can do. So I don't think I really change the the thing. I can't. I I don't change it. I never change it. I'm just the sound. No it, Yeah. B. <laughs> he just
0: juggles the the
2: yeah. the, the, f- the fumbles, man.
0: Yeah, for sure. No, that's uh, I don't know. That also seems like kind of hot potato. You
3: know, we're playing hot potato.
0: Yeah. It seems like the <laughs> that the... that like ever changing environment is like what keeps it exciting, even if you are playing the the same songs that you played yesterday. Yeah. Or is that it's. It's uh completely unpredictable if you're trying to read the streets or the environment the way you that's are because right. yeah. that's always gonna influence like a different uh journey with those same songs or like different sequencing and and yes. whatnot
2: yeah people don't really want the same things you know they each crowd is a different thing they wanna maybe feel like a, what can surprise somebody you know some people. It's, yeah, all about, yeah, it's all about that. It's totally, so like, yeah, uh, what can yeah. I do that will surprise this guy, you know? But yeah. that not, may not surprise the other guy. It may yeah. not surprise another person. So Got to uh, change per- your Performance
3: uh, Chameleon, what's the name? Yeah, Chameleon. Uh, chameleon, is that the name of the, the animal? The yeah, animals? absolutely. Chameleon. Performance Chameleon kind of deal. That has to do with the street, though, I think. You know, that's very much... Uh, in touch with what what you're doing in the street, yeah, and to just shape into these different shapes according to
0: different weather, to different people, different you know yeah.
3: situations or
0: whatever. Yeah, lots of uh, difference between that and writing a set list and and playing. Yeah, I mean that never yeah. really happened. Is um, is it important to you? to implement your own songs into the busking on the streets. And do do you also feel like that's like, a, as far as the, you know, the streets being the musician's gym, like, do you use it in a way where you're working on new songs? Yeah. And like that really gives you the opportunity to like create them, like the full vision for them.
2: Yeah. And sometimes they just came to me in the streets, a lot of songs came to me, uh, on the street busking and just, and then, you know, what? I'm going to jazz it up. I'm going to give you guys something totally new, you know, just jam on something and then, and then see where that goes. And then suddenly it's a song too. And then
0: that happens in the street too. Yeah. You feel like you're also just like able to get a good read on like, what catches people's ear that way too, or do you try not to think about it that way?
2: Um, well it's different because it's the streets not the 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 venue. So if it was a venue then I think so. Yeah, like you know first go with the instinct. You know what it what is it that I'm feeling, you know what is the feel that that I I think that that fits the mood here and uh and then in the street you that does it, the people are walking by so you're doing it to the to the play to the whole of the sentiment you almost feel like more alone too so it um it you know so i think it's 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 different but yeah but then then yeah i'm able to you know you do you're doing a little whistling bit or part and, and you see that couple liking it and they're like about two blocks away i'm just going to hang on and do this for another 10 minutes because they apparently like it a lot. So I'll keep doing it. Oh my God, here they come. They love this part. We'll do it again. And now they're gone. All right, we'll change the part.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Outside of like providing the the busking experience and the live show experience that you do, is it important for you to make time to put out recorded music That's of your me. own? Is that, is that just as big a priority To you, or do you enjoy the songwriting just as much as the performance side?
2: Well, the priority is to afford living here and uh, move forward. And uh, the performance is what really supplies. So that stays up top, but my inner, uh, wishes and priorities, I do want to, um, finish a record. I have a whole record written and, and in the process, and I have like 25 songs recorded and ready to go, but, uh, but they're not ready as like, I haven't, I haven't worked in that area in that field with them so much, you know, and yeah. so, cause I've been busy performing. So I, I just think, and I just think it's just not the time, you know, the time will come, you know, something will happen. Uh, and, uh, and, uh, and I'll have more time for recording. And I think that's, that's kind of how it is till then. I have some things that I want to, that I want to do. And so I was just talking to Dom that we need to set up times and work our good friend, um, our good friend Justus told us, you know, you got Johnny. You got to work like an artist, you know. And I think that he's right about that. And um, we're gonna try to do that too. Try to set, be more organized and more on top of the of it all. To try to make plans. But like I said, priority is just to afford and move forward.
0: Yeah, and when you're playing a venue set now, is it always important for you to keep? that set like 100 percent original because you feel like that's the opportunity to like kind of make that connection with genuine like those those fans that are gonna keep up with you or do you do you still like or find it important to throw in a cover into like a 45 minute set
2: i think uh i don't uh i don't I don't mind like i i would love to play a whole cover set but i think uh, it adds more value if i'm playing my music and uh, to a crowded venue
0: you yeah know? like if you have 45 minutes in a slot like are you gonna you're gonna spend most of that time playing your original tunes
2: no i mean depends it depends like if uh, if I'm going to have this 45 minutes to play for a crowd that has never heard me before, I'm going to try to to surprise them and make them and play whatever I think it's going to please their moments right now. That's what I'm going to do. But if if I'm playing 45 minutes to a crowd that already knows us and loves us, then then yeah, then I'll play my songs and and uh, also trying and to, to see, if well, and, you know, yeah. see if that works as well you know see if that will see what's working yeah. and, and some of them do work with the with the with the people and I'm very proud of it but I don't see no problem playing the covers and, and and there are some covers that are different than others you know some covers are some covers are a good way of expressing a part of myself and some others are uh, aren't you know so I think that these good covers I I am I'm always going to try to hold on to them
0: yeah do you feel like also like learning so many covers is also just helpful for your own songwriting just to see how like pieces of songs that you love come together and just kind of seeing where like what chords can work together like changes that you discover through learning other people's songs that you feel like yeah really influences things
2: i think that was i mean that was the whole thing with the beatles for me that was it like i learned how to play guitar and write songs with the beatles it was just you know so that's why it was a big uh, big one and just and uh yeah nowadays it's it's more of like um more of like mood songs that are that add something that i can't add with my own music and so it adds to the show you know these songs we're going to play it and, and, but you know, man, music is music. It will, it will, if it makes an imprint on you, you it's going to, it's going to then come out through you in yeah. some sort of way. And sure. so, yeah, that, that, that you can't do nothing about There's
3: it. There's also the covers that sounds uh, that we had put so many changes in the way we do it, that uh, it sounds, people think there is art. As Johnny songs or, or whatever if people think is an original song, um, and there are also the other covers that are just more like songs that we like to play and we like to listen to. Yeah, and we think it just sounds yeah. good in general. Yeah, there are
2: covers there are songs that we just want to play. Yeah, too. yeah. And there's, you know we just want we want to play this song, and then yeah. and then there are the covers that that we really own it that we, and kind that, of we that, that 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 expresses through us, you know.
0: Yeah, well, I'm I'm eager to hear more of your uh, your recorded tunes because I think everything that you've put out thus far has been like very cool. Like that whole Experience Report EP, like those songs are some great tunes on there, and Thank just you. like getting to to see Cucumber Vodka in the live setting that was like my entry point. Even in, like to hear the recorded version now is. Uh, it like brings me back to that every time and seeing it live yeah. in that at Penguly Saloon in Boise. But yeah, I do I dig the the tunes quite a bit. That uh, immediate love is probably my favorite recorded tune of yours. That that song just gives me all kinds of Tom Petty vibes, and I don't know if that's like even registers or not. But that's just like the the way it makes me feel, and uh, I I think it's cool just like the way you discovered the rock and roll and like how you can hear that in your own songwriting. But I do think that you're like bringing something like very much of your own, like to the performance side of it. And like, it feels like your influences come through to me as a listener, like in a good way and not just like, Oh, he's trying to do this thing, you know? So. Right. Thank you, man. Yeah. And I, I'll have to say, I feel like you, you really helped me today gain a better understanding for like I don't want to say busking in general but at least from like the perspective that you do it you know yeah I just think is uh has more depth to it than maybe people think of like of somebody just playing music on a corner yeah so I appreciate just like getting to understand that experience and like why it's so important to like what you guys do, what you do as a performer and, you know.
2: Yeah, I'm glad too, man. I feel like that is the, that is the, my contribution to, to this conversation and to like, to it, it's, it's, I, that's what I can talk about the most is about busking in Portland. I can definitely, yeah. I can talk about that. I I can, you know, it's going, I, I'm probably going to have something to say about that. I think that uh, if anybody wants to check out more, about busking in Portland, you should follow this guy on Facebook. I'm going to give you a link to okay. it so you can Absolutely. share with them. His name is Sergey. He has a Facebook page, um, Sidewalk Parade or something like that. I don't remember the name now that he came up with, but um, yeah, I'm going to share it with you. And he just—he's a guy from Russia that lives in Portland, and he rides his rides his bike with a little trailer that he pulls with a camera attached to it and just films downtown portland in several different settings and like uploads it to facebook and just it's 12 minute long videos and sometimes he stops at a busker and just gets a whole set and um, he did that 2017 18 and 19 that i know of all those years they're all there for people to watch it it''s it's, it, it's very interesting stuff man to me but it's kind of a kind of a wild thing too so maybe it won't it won't please so many people but 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 I think that it translates to the virtual world with excellency the feeling of the play that I was talking about of watching the play yeah. unfold downtown uh, the, in the in the urban life. Yeah, for
0: sure. All right, I uh, I think we got to the root of it, Johnny. Like we got to where we were supposed to to get to with the you know I think so diving too. into that and and Dom he fucking just like in the live sets yeah alongside you alongside me today you know we, we all got a little <laughs> buttered today my pleasure and Dom just fucking he kept us in it yeah know? he kept us. He he pointed us in the right direction That's a couple right. times. So oh, thank you. Guys. It's nice to it's Very nice to get to uh, spend some time with y'all and, and get to know where uh, where the music comes from and and just to chat on the mics a little bit, get a little buttered. You know, we yes. did it, and it was, good. Uh, it was fantastic, man. We end every episode of the podcast with the guest saying the tagline for the show, which is "It's a program." So if we could get the Johnny Franco, it's
2: so a wait, it's a program
0: exactly. Okay. Exactly you can deliver it however you would like whatever feels good to you
2: can I ask you what it means because I don't know what you know it's it does program yeah with d- is that a I there that's a, there?
0: a you yeah oh, program
2: pro- Oh, okay so that's why I needed to ask because otherwise we were going to uh, wing it and it would they sound say, like, stupid yeah uh,
0: yeah it's program it means nothing it okay. means absolutely nothing uh my like when my grandfather is talking about like the news or like a tv show he always yeah. calls it a like a program but he says program instead and there's like i don't know other people do it too and it's just like it means nothing it's just like a, a goofy way to end every episode of the podcast so you can yeah like okay. i said you can deliver it however you'd like to well cool. it it's a program it's a program you're uh, doing it right i'll do a
3: trumpet uh okay nice. intro and then okay, uh, no.
2: we <laughs> It's a program! <laughs> <laughs> that
0: was amazing. That's uh, Johnny Franco. They nailed it. And uh, I'll put all the links in the episode notes so people can uh, keep up with what you're doing. And I'll, uh, I'll put the link to that uh, the busking that you were talking about as well.
2: Please do. I'm going to send it to you. And uh, I also could say that we're releasing a music video on the 30th for a very romantic ballad with strings arrangement from the dome and my sexy performance in black and white with a
0: bunch of bodies hell yeah hell yeah uh people can look out for that and uh we're gonna play the episode out with immediate love you can find that on uh, all the streaming services and that's the Jelly Jams, and we will catch you on the flip side, Portland, or wherever you are listening from. Cool.
1: I rub your back and you wipe my tears. You say you love me in Portuguese. And I hear, the sun is shining, the sky is clear. I'm on the now and I'm on the here I've got love for a hundred years or more. Well, it's a long way to go see myself in your mirror eyes You see me looking me in the eyes Took time but I realize now We all are here to be satisfied We have agreed, we accept, set to try
0: a big shout out to distro kid for sponsoring this episode of the podcast can't say thank you enough to distro kid for their longtime support of this thing make sure you go into the episode notes and find that distro kid link to receive 30 percent off your first year of membership making their already affordable prices even cheaper for you so make sure you take advantage of that you can also find the link in my link tree in my instagram bio Big thanks to Distro Kid and the other sponsors of the show, Produce Row Cafe and North 45. Stay up, stay tuned.